This is Barry Zelma, Zelma on insurance. Every first party property insurance policy issued in the United States contains an appraisal clause. Almost all of them define appraisal as being a type of alternative dispute resolution. In the standard fire insurance policy that has been around since the 19th century, called the New York Standard, provides with regard to appraisal the following, quote, In case the insured and this company shall fail to agree as to the actual cash value or the amount of loss, then on the written demand of either, each shall select a competent and disinterested appraiser and notify the other of the appraiser selected within 20 days of such demand. The appraiser shall first select a competent and disinterested umpire and failing for 15 days to agree upon such umpire then on request of the insured or this company, such umpire shall be selected by a judge of a court of record in the state in which the property covered is located. The appraiser shall then appraise the loss, stating separately actual cash value and loss to each item, and failing to agree shall submit their differences only to the umpire. An award in writing, so itemized, of any two, when filed with this company, shall determine the amount of actual cash value and loss. Each appraiser shall be paid by the party selecting him, and the expenses of appraisal and umpire shall be paid by the parties equally. Close quote. The appraisal provision is in many states considered an arbitration proceeding. In some it is not. In either jurisdiction, the appraisal award, once issued, establishes the amount of actual cash value and loss, and that finding can be made into a judgment in a court of competent jurisdiction. In California, an appraisal complies with the requirements of the California Code of Civil Procedure, sections 1280 at SEC. It is easily implemented and works promptly in most cases. In some states, appraisal is not considered to be an arbitration, but is still an enforceable contractual provision. The use of an appraisal will be rendered meaningless if the appraisers are bound to some of the definitions of actual cash value issued by various courts and regulators. They are not entitled to resolve coverage issues, but are compelled to reach their conclusions in accordance with the law of the state where the appraisal will take place. The submission to the appraisers should be in writing, instructing that the parties do not want the appraisers to follow hard and fast, arbitrary or fictitious rules in determining actual cash value.
but to consider all evidence presented to them so that their award will serve to fully indemnify or compensate the insured for the actual loss he or she has sustained, and at the same time not place him or her in a better position than he or she was in just before the fire or other loss. Now appraisals can be concluded by the two appraisers within hours of their appointment, or can be a trial-like proceeding where witnesses are called before the appraisers and documents are presented in evidence. I personally, on behalf of one of my clients, hold the record for the longest appraisal proceeding where more than 52 trial days were presented with evidence to the appraisers and their award was rendered to be approximately $40,000 less than the undisputed amount already paid by the insurer before the appraisal provision began. I do not recommend such a thing be conducted with regard to a loss because it was just too convoluted and too unproductive for the insurer and the insured. By the appraisal provision, the insured and the company promise that if they cannot agree as to the amount of loss and claim, they can submit their differences to this panel of three impartial arbitrators who are called appraisers. The decisions of the appraisers regarding the amount of loss is always binding on both parties. Appraisals should be used as a last resort when all efforts to reach an agreed amount of loss with the insured have failed. The appraisal provision is optional, and neither the insured nor the insurer is obligated to invoke that provision. Under civil practice rules, Appraisal can be a formal proceeding at which witnesses are subpoenaed to testify. Evidence, both oral and documentary, can be produced to the arbitrators, and within the limited scope of the appraisal, a trial, much like that in a lawsuit, can, but usually is not, be had. California, by statute, has limited the appraisal process under certain situations and added, quote, in the event of a government declared disaster as defined in the government code, appraisal may be requested by either the insured or the company, but shall not be compelled. The change was designed to cure what was a perceived use of appraisal as a device to beat into submission insureds making claims during disasters like earthquakes and hurricanes. It uses a cannon to kill a fly and deprives the insured and the insurer of the right to compel appraisal during disasters, thereby forcing insureds or insurers to litigate their differences if an agreement cannot be reached. 
It also takes away the rights of either party to present to the appraisers formal evidence by making appraisal by statute an informal proceeding. Prior to the enactment of the Amendments to Insurance Code Section 2071, the California Standard Fire Insurance Policy, it was clear that an appraisal was an arbitration in California that allowed for submission of evidence similar to the trial of any dispute in court, but limited, limited to the issue of the amount of loss. The final award, in my case, after 51 trial days, was the kind of thing, even though it had nothing to do with a disaster, that the statute was trying to avoid. And even after the award in my lengthy 51 trial day case, the insured sued not only the insurer for bad faith, but their appraiser for breach of contract because he found an amount and agreed with the other two appraisers an amount less than he allegedly promised them to receive if they went through appraisal. Those states that do not have a special statute apply the building and personal property coverage form appraisal clause, which is similar to the standard fire policy. The appraisers are limited, however, only to decide the amount of loss and the value of the property in question. Consider Jefferson Insurance versus of New York versus the Superior Court, a 1970 decision of the California Supreme Court. The appraisers cannot make decisions outside the limited scope of the policy language. They cannot find that the insured did not own the property, that the insured had no interest in it, that the insured was not entitled to recovery under the policy exclusions, that the insured presented a fraudulent claim, or that the loss exceeds the policy limits. Determining the actual cash value of an item of personal property is often difficult and is subject to different interpretations across multiple jurisdictions. When an insurer and insured cannot agree on the amount of actual cash value loss, they have the right, of course, to seek appraisal. In Kirkwood versus California State Auto Insurance, a 2001 decision of the California Court of Appeal, it refused to allow an insurer to compel appraisal until the declaratory relief action filed by the insured to determine the proper method of calculation of the actual cash value loss was first determined. The insured claimed it should be based on the condition of the property, while the insurer argued it should be determined by replacement costs less physical depreciation, calculated only on the age of the item which was the standard method of determining actual cash value before the decision in Jefferson. California Insurance Code Section 2071, the standard form of fire insurance policy, calls for an appraisal process to resolve disputes between the parties over the actual cash value of the property loss claim. The appraisal panel's power is restricted 
to the factual task of valuing the items of property submitted for appraisal. Matters of statutory construction, contract interpretation, and policy coverage are not encompassed within the ambit of a Section 207-1 appraisal. For example, Douglas Kirkwood asserted that the California State Automobile Association Interinsurance Bureau improperly interpreted and applied the 2004 amendments to the California Insurance Code, Section 2051, which set out the precise method of determining actual cash value of lost or insured property under an open policy of insurance. The insurer asked the trial court to compel appraisal. The trial court denied, without prejudice, the motion to compel appraisal, reasoning that Kirkwood had properly invoked its declaratory relief powers to resolve a matter that was outside the scope of a statutory and contractual appraisal. Kirkwood was insured by CSAA under a homeowner's policy. It was an open policy in which the value of covered items was not agreed upon but was left to be determined following a loss. The policy provided that CSAA would pay actual cash value or the replacement cost of lost or damaged personal property. Kirkwood submitted his personal property claim to CSAA, setting forth a physical depreciation amount based on the actual condition of each item at the time of loss. CSAA provided Kirkwood with a contents inventory summary, which showed that a blanket depreciation schedule was applied to certain categories of property. For instance, many items were depreciated at 50 to 80 percent, and the depreciation was tied to the age of the item without regard to condition. The court ruled that the agreement to arbitrate did not include the threshold contract and statutory interpretation issues, which were beyond the purview of the appraisers, and delayed the appraisal until that issue could be resolved. Although an appraisal is a special form of limited arbitration, there are significant differences between the powers of an arbitrator and those of an appraiser. An arbitrator's role is more like that of a judge in a judicial proceeding. On the other hand, Section 207.1 calls for an informal appraisal proceeding, unless the parties mutually agree otherwise, with no depositions, interrogatories, and the like, no formal rules of evidence, and no court reporter. On the other hand, in Vermont, the Supreme Court affirmed a trial court determination that actual cash value is used in fire insurance policies mean the appraisal value less depreciation. This is Parker's Classic Auto versus Nationwide, a 2019 decision of the Vermont Supreme Court. The decision to maintain informality in appraisal proceedings was inserted into the California statutes in response to complaints of insurer abuses 
after the Oakland Hills fire of 1991, the 1994 Northridge earthquake, and the Napa earthquake of 2000. Specifically, it was inserted in an effort to equalize the position of insurers and insureds and to streamline the appraisal process. Appraisers have no power, none, no power to interpret the insurance contract the or the governing statutes or state common law. The function of appraisers is to determine the amount of damage resulting to various items submitted for their consideration. It is certainly not the function to resolve questions of coverage and interpret provisions of the policy. This video was adapted from my book, Zelma on Insurance Claims, Volume 4, 3rd edition which is available from Amazon.com as both a Kindle book and paperback, and if you desire, a hardcover. If you found this video to be interesting or useful to you and your colleagues, please pass it on. It's free. And please also subscribe to my YouTube channel, my Rumble channel, and click on the Rumble button if you like the video, my blog and my Substack publications so that you can learn of future videos and future blog postings. Thank you for your attention.